How you feeling? How'd you sleep? What side of the bed did you get up on this morning? Because really at this point of the pandemic, I think you're looking at two choices here. You're either you're getting you're either getting out of bed resigned, like, well, well what am I gonna do about it? Hmm? I mean, I think it's your best that is your <laughs> that that's your best scenario. Your best case Ontario right there, getting out of bed and going, eh, okay, what are you gonna do? Or perhaps you got out of bed and you were just cheesed off from the get-go. The moment your feet hit the floor, you're like, I'm ticked off, I'm angry. And you know what you might need? You might need some care. Specifically, you might need a care bear. Hey, what's that, friend bear? Uh, are you angry about something? Well, kind of, yeah. A lot of people in this province and in this country are just fed up. And as a result, we get this kind of thing, like what happened in Vancouver. Yeah, in British Columbia, same kind of situation as Ontario as they shut things down. And this, from inside a Vancouver restaurant, which has defied the shutdown rules, and bylaw officers are in there. They're handing out, trying to hand a ticket out to the woman who's running the thing, who's there with no mask and holding a baby. And here's what the patrons inside the restaurant start to do. Get up! 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 That is what happened inside a Vancouver restaurant over the course of the weekend. I need to bring back in Friend Bear again because Friend Bear, it doesn't sound like they're happy. Uh, are you angry about something? It seems like they're angry about something, Friend Bear. Coming up on the Alan Carter Radio Program, your calls. Are you angry about something? Are you upset? Who or what are you angry with? That is coming up. Plus, we have Brittle Star, the Internet's favorite dad, is going to be with us in our next break. Stuart Reynolds, who went viral this weekend with a post that basically said, I'm tired. I'm tired of the pandemic. Friend Bear, it seems that he's upset, too. So we're going to get to that coming up on the radio program. But before we get to that, before we get into how you are feeling, it is time for Kent Brockman. Our top story. Thank you, Kent Brockman, the patron saint of news anchors everywhere. Appreciate that. I woke up this morning. I woke up to a text from the mother of my kids who had sent text late last night saying, should we send the 12-year-old back to school? for the rest of the week. That's how I started my day, and I think a lot of parents out there are dealing with our top story, which is what to do with your kids for this week. The answer, the answer that I have is... I totally agree with the sentiment that schools should be the last to close and the first to open. And having said that, just hold that there, right there, Loretta. Just, just let's stop that there for just one second. That's that's Isaac Bogosh. Let me get to him in just one, well, just a brief second. My answer is I don't know. That's why I took a big pause because I'm like, maybe it'll come to me. Maybe it'll come to me right now. It has not come to me. I don't know. 
And I think every parent out there is like, I just, wow, should we really send the kids back for four days considering the, the case counts are going up? Davila this morning is like really worried about the case counts. Oh, my goodness, variants of concern. Well, let's get to Bogey. Let's get to Dr. Isaac Bogosh. What do you think, Dr. Bogosh? Should the kids go back to school? I totally agree with the sentiment that school should be the last to close and the first to open. And having said that, we are seeing transmission in schools. And if schools are fueling the epidemic here in Ontario, sadly, it's a no-brainer. You've got to take matters into, into and, and, and close the schools if that's the case. But I do agree with the sentiment. Last to close, first to open, and you can't ignore who's bearing the brunt of that. It's women. Okay, thanks, Bogey. Appreciate that. That seemed to go around and around and end up precisely nowhere. It didn't help. The school should be the last to close and the first to open. Great, fine, I got it. I, I understand. But that doesn't help me with this decision that I think all parents are working on or working with right now, which is what to do about the kids tomorrow. Tomorrow. The current rollout plan for vaccines in this province, by the way, means that teachers are not going to be eligible for the vaccine until June. And and that's a concern if you're if you're a teacher or if you've got teachers in your family. My sister's a teacher. Like, what do you mean? We're we're gonna have them going to like is is there not a worry about that? Here's Mark Carcassol with what happened in the beaches this morning when a pharmacist just decided, no, I'm taking things into my own hands. A pharmacy in East Toronto is offering vaccines to teachers aged 55 and up at their location. One of the pharmacists at Lawler Pharmasave tweeting out the invitation earlier, saying that any teacher who can bring proof of employment to the pharmacy would receive a shot without even needing to book an appointment. This is Mark Carcassel, and that started this morning. Here's one of the teachers who went in this morning for a shot. It's going to allow us to have safe public education. Because right now, we're not feeling like it's safe. you got to feel for teachers right now. Now, of course, that pharmacy can't give a shot to anybody below a certain age. Just can't do it. Doesn't mean you're a 40-year-old teacher. Too bad. Too bad. Got to wait your turn. Here is the pharmacist in question on why he is doing this. With all due respect to all the people that I vaccinate and going by age group, I've been vaccinating a lot of people, but a lot of them are working from home. They're very low risk. They're not grocery store workers. They're not teachers. And again, like everyone deserves a vaccine. Don't get me wrong. But if we vaccinate the frontline workers first or find a way to to vaccinate the people most at risk, that's going to be a benefit for everyone, including the people working at home. Because the people working at home, where are they getting infected from? Most probably because they have a kid in school and then they're getting infected at home. So it is the pharmacist who this morning began to just give shots to teachers because he felt, well, this is the one thing that I can do to change things, to make things better. It's so tough for parents right now. Like, you know, that, that, getting the teachers vaccinated, that's absolutely important. You know, and and some of the epidemiologists say, well, yes, that's important, but probably those factory workers in Brampton are more important right now. Meanwhile, what are we doing? We're quickly, you know, vaccinating, you know, 55 plus in areas that have limited to no spread. That's what the numbers show. But let's get back to the the top story in our central question, which is what are you going to do about the kids this week? 
I don't know. Sheba Siddiqui's my producer. She's got kids. What do you think, Sheba? What I, what's your parents do? What are you thinking? Honestly, well, my kids are going to school. They're going to be going to school this week. I'm following government rules. But honestly, Alan, at this point, I'm I'm numb. That's where I've gone with schools. People know I have a zoo at home because I have four kids. And people <laughs> ask me, you know, so what are you going to do? How do you feel? What do you think is going to happen? Yes. yes. I am just numb. I'm so tired. I'm tired of going on this roller coaster ride of ups and downs and ups and downs. And, you know, the Minister of Education is promising this, but then something else happens so I'm riding it out. I'm going to see what happens. I, I do believe that teachers should be priority in, in vaccination rollouts, but my kids are going to school until... Is that, yeah, is, they're was that go. a hard, hard question? Hard, hard no, not, you know what? We Why? haven't had one case since right. school has started. So, And I don't know. We all thought the kids would be home by November. So our school hasn't had one case. So just go where in a you know, low, mm. uh, low COVID area. So well, Let me ask you this because we've talked about this. Uh, Stephen Lecce, the Minister of Education, says, yeah, kids will come back after the spring break. Yep. <laughs> you wanna... Let me just ask you this before you answer that question. Uh, Friend Bear is here, and he has a question for you. Friend Bear? <laughs> Friend Bear? Uh, are you angry about something? <laughs> so when you asked me the Lecce question, I literally rolled my eyes because... <laughs> I don't, I can't trust it. You told me my kids would be back in January. They'd be back in person in January. We spent the whole month virtual. So, and I understand a lot of it is that he's listening to the doctors. Everybody's listening to the doctors. And even, I don't know, I just, I'm confused. I'm mildly irritated, friend Mildly bear. irritated. And uh, I'm just you, going to. Where is your mild irritation pointing towards? Oh, I think they're not going back after the break. You work with on a daily basis. <laughs> Who am I angry at? Yes. Um, I'm angry at the media, Alan. No, yeah. <laughs> no I, I'm not angry not at the alone. media. You're not alone. I'm <laughs> but angry I'm, at myself some days. I think we're all just trying our best, and these numbers—we that's. I know you don't put a lot of sway into the numbers, but no. with these variants around, it makes me a little bit nervous. I don't think my kids are going back in person after the spring break. Personally, I'm pre- I am in the back of my mind. I'm preparing for that, but I'm not going on this roller coaster ride this time. It takes too much toll on my mental health. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, and thanks, Sheba. Sheba Siddiqui is my my producer. And and here's you know Sheba mentioned you know people. Some people are angry at the media, and I I'll tell you what's happened to me in the last couple of weeks as a person who tries to interpret the numbers and try to try and bring some kind of truth to people. Recently, I've had uh, several people who just get really mad at me. Like, I'm just trying to interpret the numbers and give you the information as best as I can. I understand why people are angry. I'm angry at myself for having to interpret the numbers and say, you know what, I think we need a shutdown. So I said, you know, I reported that and basically said that's what the doctors have been saying for weeks. I, I hate the fact that I was right about it. 